following audio was recorded at Stone Oak Bible Church. For more information about our church or for more resources, visit us at stoneoakbible.com. If you're new with us or if you're a guest or a visitor, you kind of came on a fun week. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being a part of this. I'm so grateful for you. I hope to meet you. Um, But a pastor's chat is something that we only do about three times a year. Uh, So we don't do it all that often. And what we do is we take just a few minutes at the end of our service to talk about something that's going on in the life of our church. And um, and so that's what I want to do. If you're a guest or a visitor, you get an inside scoop. How's that? Um, so today, I want to take just a few minutes to talk about our worship service. As pastors, as, as elders, we realized something that bothered us. Uh, we realized that we talk a lot about the way we preach here at Stone Oak Bible Church. I mean, we really do. We talk a lot about it. Like, we talk a lot about our belief that God's word is our ultimate authority, so we preach through it. We love expository preaching here. We, we love it. Um, you also know that we believe in hearing multiple voices preach because it's not about me or any person or pastor or communication style. It's about God's word. And, and so if you've been here for any amount of time, hopefully you've seen that. Um, the way we preach is intentional, in other words. Well, What we realize is although that might be clear, although we might talk about that all the time, we have not talked about the intentionality of our entire worship service from start to finish. So I want to take a few moments before we close to talk about the why behind what we do. The why behind what we do. Um, And I want to let you guys know about what we're looking to grow in as we go into 2018 um, in the ways we're looking to grow. So as you think about this, I want to ask you a question. It might sound dumb, but play with me. Why do you come to church? Why did you come to church? Why is coming to a church gathering like this important? I'm not talking about your community groups. Those are great. But what I'm talking about here is our weekly worship gathering, what we're doing right now. Think about it. You can go online, and in the privacy of your own home, and in the comfort of your warm blanket, download some of the most incredible sermons to ever be preached, and just get filled on the couch, right? You can go, if you have Spotify, you should, not that I'm selling it, but free music, you could create a Spotify playlist that has some of the best worship music. So right there, in the comfort of your own home, or in the privacy of your own car, you can just be singing to Jesus and learning about Jesus and growing. If the church is nothing more than a place for you to come and to consume a message and music, then we have a problem, because you don't need to come here for that. So let me ask you again, why did you come to church this morning? Why did you come to church this morning? Church, not only is a gathering like this um, commanded for us in scripture, I mean, that's really important. Hear me, um, 
what we do when the church gathers, when we come together as the church family, collectively, corporately, what we, what we do when we come together, you cannot replace at home. In fact, what happens when we gather, you can't replicate that, period. I want to look at the elements of our worship services together. Um, and I want to look at the things that we do when we gather uh, as I've already said this morning, as we've looked at 1 Corinthians, you're not a spectator, right? So just know going into this that, that every aspect, in every aspect of our gathering that we're going to look at here in a few moments, you are a participant. Not one single thing that I'm about to talk to was designed for you to spectate. So just know that kind of going in. I want us to look at some of these aspects. First, I want to talk about prayer. Um, here at Stone Oak Bible Church, we are going to begin to see more uh, corporate and intentional prayer as a part of our worship. If we aren't careful, um, <laughs> prayer can turn into a default transition. Like, worship's over, sermon's about to begin, we need a buffer, throw a prayer, right? Um, that's not what I'm talking about. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm referring to here is intentional prayer as an intentional act of our worship together. Um, we're going to start to hear more of that from our stage. More than that, we're going to start to hear more voices. In fact, I might ask you one time, so be ready. Um, to lead us in an intentional and, and God-honoring prayer together. There is power in prayer. Amen? There is power when God's people come together, put down all the smoke and mirrors, put down every program, put it all down for a moment, and just put ourselves before God. That's what prayer does, and um, that's awesome. We're going to commit ourselves to, to prayer. That's something I want to be a part of. Uh, next reading. Um, we believe that Scripture is our ultimate authority. God's very word to us. So we want to just absolutely saturate our gatherings with scripture. Not only from the sermon, which hopefully the sermon is saturated in it, but the, the songs we sing, the prayers we pray, the, from the intentional readings that we read. This is why we have people come up here and read scripture. Um, think of how simple this is. Oh, think about how simple this is. There's nothing more simple than opening God's word and just trusting it and believing that he's going to speak through it. <laughs> That's awesome. So we're going to read together. The next one I want to talk about is singing. Uh, this is one of the most divisive elements in any church. Every person who walks through this door, and I'm talking about you, comes into this door with some certain expectations and preferences as to what should happen when the church sings together. And there's nothing wrong with your preferences. Um, but hear me, for a moment, I want to talk about something deeper than that. Um, I want to talk about the why. Why on earth do we sing together with karaoke screen behind us? Why? Why do we, why do, we do this? We are not here for your entertainment. We are not here to perform for you. We are here to proclaim the truth of God through song. Here is what I love about a singing church. I don't know if you've ever thought about this. Um, the music is the sermon that people will remember. I mean, we literally leave this place with melodies of truth in our mind. 
You even might catch yourself singing in the shower. I guarantee that you haven't quoted a sermon in the shower. <laughs> right? Maybe, some of you, maybe, it's weird. Um, but not only that, not only that, the music is the sermon that we all actively preach to each other. This is my favorite thing about singing together. We are literally in a room together, all preaching out loud. A room full of voices preaching. That is so incredible. Pouring into each other. You can't get that at home alone with Spotify. You can't. So here's some of the things that we're going to see in our worship, some of the changes that you're going to start to see at Stone Oak Bible Church. Um, First, our pastors and elders are um, going to be beginning making our song selections. This sounds like a puny thing, but here's the reason that we're doing this. Um, It's our goal that our entire service, from start to finish, all of it, from singing, reading, praying, preaching, all of it, that it will all preach and proclaim a unified message and that we are not compartmentalized anymore. Uh, the word liturgy is a dirty word in a lot of circles. I don't know why. Um, I hope to redeem that word for us as we move forward. Um, that everything is intentional. And, and second, um, you are going to start to see different voices and different people on our stage. Um, listen, just like you're used to hearing other preachers, because it's not about the preacher, it is healthy for us as a church to be able to be led by different people because it's not about any one messenger. We are united around the message. So um, you're not here to be sang at, read to, preached at. You're not a spectator. You are a participant. And so as we um, move into the future, just know that some of the changes in our worship that you're going to start to see, they're intentional. We love simplicity. Uh, our hope is not in our ability to put on a good show. Um, Our hope, our only hope, the only hope is the gospel. And that in our time together, we get really good, really good at pointing to our good God. That's our hope. So we sing together. Next, we preach. I'm not going to talk much more about preaching because like I said, we talk about that a lot. But there's one thing I want to add to this is that even the preaching here at Stone Oak Bible, we encourage it to not be a spectator sport. Um. Instead, that you would be active, that you would be digging into Scripture, that you would be affirming, that you would never take what I say without checking it against the truth of Scripture. Again, who cares what I say? Who cares what I say if it's not from the Word of God? So we shouldn't come here to hear from any man. We should come here to hear from the Word of God. So I encourage you to be active if you're a journal, if you're a journaler, journaler, there you go, journal. That took a long time to say. Follow along in scripture. Um, affirm. Reading ahead is not cheating here. So read ahead. Um, maybe, I know this is going to sound crazy, but throw up an amen here and there. Not because I need it. It would be cool. But not because I need it, but because you're saying, you know what? Scripture affirms this. Amen. That's a beautiful thing. So we preach. You're active even in that. Next, communion. Uh, We take communion almost every week here at Stone Oak Bible Church. Um, We're not dogmatic about this. We love it. 
That's why we do it. <laughs> we just really enjoy doing it. Um, it's a way that you and I are both active. I mean, we get up, we stand at the table, we grab the elements, we take them together, we're alongside of brothers and sisters, we remember Jesus together. It doesn't get much more gospel-centered and intentionally simple than that. For 2,000 years, the church has been doing this. It's kind of cool we get to do it. And so here, we, we, we love it. Um, we love that we get to do that. Um, lastly is baptism. Um, baptism, again, is active. Uh, our, we're not spectators here. We are participants in the celebration. I love baptisms. My favorite Sundays we've ever had here at Stone Oak. Our next baptism is on Easter, by the way. We already have several signed up for it. And hear me, they don't want you to come to spectate them. They don't want you to come just to sit there and watch them. No, these people are proclaiming the gospel to their church family. They are proclaiming it. And our hope is, is that we all come and participate in that proclamation and in that celebration. That is incredible. Listen, every one of the aspects that we, the elements that we do are corporate. They're meant to be done together with your brothers and sisters. There is no replacement for the church gathered in the name of Jesus. You cannot replicate this at home. You cannot replicate this anywhere. What a privilege we have through it all, through everything we do as I close this. I want you to know that we are proud to be a one-trick pony. I mean, we're really proud of this. Um, we don't really have tricks up our sleeves. We don't really have a smoke and mirror show. We don't have this bait and switch thing. I'll say this like this, really honestly, if we were given land and a building and infinite resources to do whatever we wanted to do, nothing that I just talked about, nothing that we just talked about would change. Because what we just talked about, being intentionally gospel, simple, all of these things, that's not a product of our limitations. That's not a product of our limitations. That is a product because of our belief that the gospel is literally all that we have. And listen to this. If, if we forget why we gather as a church, it's only a matter of time before we stop seeing the need to gather at all with the church. But if we can grasp the why behind what we do, that is worth getting out of bed for. I know some of you have little kids. I do too. That's worth getting them up, getting them fed getting them dressed and out the door. That is worth it. I love our church. I have no idea what 2018 holds for us. I have some dreams. Um, but what I do know is that our God is good and he's doing something good here. He is doing something good here and I'm grateful to be a part of the Stone Oak Bible family.